God gives us opportunities to be in the uncomfortable because it does so much more for our character and understanding who he is and who we are called to be. We the Trust is all about helping men grow into who they have been designed to be spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. Twice a month, your hosts, Eric Chang and Mario Quesada, will have deep discussions about living out of overflow in every area of our lives. Tune in, grab a journal, and connect with us as we enter the fray of manhood. Visit us on Instagram for more at We The Trust. Uh, so my brother's in Maui right now. He says that their the gym just got like some kind of new stricter lockdown. I don't know if that's how legit that is, but he says that they were, they were, I don't know. And he was like, dude, is everything good in Cali? I was like, yeah, man. Did you go to a CrossFit or? He went to a CrossFit gym, yeah. McKenna, uh, McKenna okay. CrossFit, I think. Yeah. I don't know about the CrossFit gyms because um, I don't go to any, but. Yeah. Like 24 has always been kind of like the same. So it's like, you have to do like a self-check-in thing. And, and yeah, but I heard they're not even, there's no reservations even required anymore. Like that's all gone. For what? For 24. CrossFit? Oh, no, 24. Yeah, no, like you just go it. in. Uh, yeah, yeah, you just go straight in. It's funny because like if anywhere they should have capacity limits, it should be 24 fitness. Yeah, I think people are like self, like, like there's, there's, there aren't a lot of people, but everybody is in close proximity. You know, it's like no one, it's like you can't socially distance at all in, in, in a big gym like that. You just can't do it. It's, yeah, it's impossible. Just, there's ever all the equipment, especially at the new one that I'm going to, because I'm going to one by this new place. It's smaller, and all the equipment's pretty pretty close to each other. It's like less than six feet. You know, it's not like like you're not exercising next to somebody, right? And they're kind of right in front of you. And some stuff is spaced out, but other stuff isn't. And everybody's like just there, just cruising and hanging out. So it's not like Everybody's wearing masks, but yeah, but it's like it's just effective. it's like a hub of people that don't know each other. Like you're not, yeah. it's not really like like when we go to like like even our gym, it's in pods. We're yeah. seeing the same people all day. You know, it's like it's it's just different. So, yeah, man. So how have you guys been affected at all, or yet? No, I think I we're about the same right now. It's like it's it's not really getting much better, but it's not getting it's not getting worse. Um, I know cases are going back up, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, people are they started to like shut down big events again because <clears throat> we've had like the highest like records of yeah uh, stuff happening recently. So on Sunday we just went to a, I just stopped by um Drew, one of our coaches, competed at SUV Throwdown, which is like this is the biggest it's ever been at their gym. Like it's a Really? They just had like 50 teams. They had like a hundred something teams. It was thirsty to hang out and do stuff. Like people man. just want to be out, man. And the cut, it's funny because cops, um, cops came by and were like taking notes on the side, but they didn't shut it down. And I was like, do they have a plug or something? Like, and like, like, like uh, people, neighbors, like from the streets, are just coming down, like complaining. Uh, oh, like, like they're not wearing masks. Um, it's too many people. It's taking up a lot of parking. I think it was really the parking that triggered it. Um, and then the cops just took notes and just stayed there. They didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I wonder why, but. Healthy people aren't getting sick. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't know if you saw the Travis Backemeyer thing. The guy, the um, he's like he's the mobility uh, Smashworks on Instagram. He's pretty well known. Yeah, he, Bro, got, he got COVID. He yeah, got COVID dude. bad, right? But but also lost like thirty pounds. Had, but he also had like a ton of pre-existing conditions, man. Did he? Like he yeah, he talks about it. Like he he like has pre-existing stuff. Like that's oh. why it hit him so hard. So I was. Dang. I told you, like, I, I met with a friend, um, my buddy from Respect the Corners, and he just, mm. he just, he just recovered from COVID. Like, his whole family got it. Oh, jeez. But they, but they live in community in, in a, in like a, um, it's called University of the Nations, it's like a big uh, missionary, like a school, right? This is the bearded guy, the mustache guy. Not, it's the other guy. Not, not okay. the mustache guy. Blake is the mustache guy. Okay. Um, and so. Um, they all got COVID, but he's the only one that got it kind of bad, but it's because he runs himself, he runs himself ragged. Like he's a, he's a go-getter. He's like constantly training. He's constantly doing this. He's like, go, go, go all the time. But his family got it really mild, like his kids and, and his wife got it like super mild. And he's the only one that got like it pretty intense. And they all got the same, obviously he's they like got, a, all they got the he's same like a strength. healthy fit. He's like a fit dude. Yeah, he's a CrossFit guy. Like he's he's got a crazy engine. He he does jujitsu. Yeah. Like, like, but you know, um, he also like runs it to the extreme. Like he runs it to yeah. like like you know like pro formers, right? They just like yeah push, push push. Yeah, he's he's like a you know like he's a you know I always say you know CrossFit athletes are not the epitome of health for me. Like like games athletes, they're they're top performers, but they're, I don't know that their health markers are the best. That's what I always say. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're fit as hell, but they're not like, you know, living super healthy lives Yeah. because of what you have to do to be at that level, man. It's like, it's like yeah. any super professional, hyper-professional athlete. Like, yeah, it's not the epitome any, of health. It's the epitome yeah. of like performance. Yeah, absolutely. So I definitely see that. Have you been otherwise? Uh, I've been all right. I mean, did some, got some, got a cool like workshop last week and that was cool. And, um, as far as like work is concerned, things are going to be fine this year, the rest of this year. Um, I don't want them to just be fine, but they're, yeah. they're, we're going to be okay. Are you, how are you doing? You know, I'm, thanks for asking. I, you know, it's like, it's funny. I, I, I was talking to Phil this week, like when we were having dinner. So we were, we were waiting at this Korean barbecue place and the wait was like an eternity. So we're just kind of hanging out, talking. It's funny. I, I grabbed a black tea. Dude, I don't drink caffeine at all. And I had a black tea at like 8.30 p.m. And after we ate dinner, we went to Phil's house. I was like pumping iron in his garage, dude, at like midnight. I was like, I am wired. I was, I was like, I've never felt this way like this. Because usually by 8.30... I need the tea because I was like, I'm falling asleep, I'm like eating dinner right now. Um, but yeah, we were, we were just, um, I think one thing that he said to me was, it's, it's funny, like, I'm really glad that you are my friend and that Phil is my friend. And there's just certain guys in my life right now that I'm so grateful are here because you guys remind me like, like when I came back from Hawaii, I felt like you, you, one of the things that you were saying was like, dude, 
you wasted not that I wasted the trip, but it was a sentiment of like you didn't even slow down while you're here. Like you, you, yeah. like your mind was your mind was racing, and I think I feel like I've been running this race now. And it's funny, even my mom texted me this morning. Like she texted me this morning of an article about um, what's his name, that British guy, um, the owner of a gym shark. Oh the, yeah, uh, I know Ben, ben Francis. Yeah, yeah, Ben Francis. And Ben Francis stepped down as CEO of uh, Gymshark when he was uh, uh, 20-something um, in 2015. So he recently just took back the home of CEO of the company. And one thing that he, that he said that was like really poignant for me was he said CEO was not the right role for me when I was in my early 20s. The founder, now 29, told NBC a week after he returned in the role. Just because I started a business that had grown very quickly didn't mean I was the most competent chief executive. And I, I, I'm, I've been kind of reflecting like on this, this season of like, I'm, I'm also in this mentoring group I just signed up with, I told you about, of like where God has me. And I feel like I'm in this phase of tinkering in my life where I, you know, I, I got through the farmer phase of building my business, um, the, sorry, the, uh, the founder phase of building my business. And then you're just trying to keep it alive. The next one is like becoming a farmer, right? Where you're trying to create crops and create something that's sustainable. Yeah. It's not just about being open and founding it anymore, right? Um, the next phase after that is kind of where I'm at. It's like you've, you've you know, amassed a little bit of wealth and you're kind of trying to figure out what the next steps, like what your legacy is, like what, what things you're working towards. Um, it's like... The, your the the work that you're doing now is not just about survival it's about thriving right yeah. you know the, the the stage before when you're farming you're just trying to get enough crops to eat now it's like okay well not, it's not just about eating anymore how do i how do i really thrive in this atmosphere and then how do i help others thrive as well and as i've been figuring this i think i think one thing with my personality is i always feel this pressure to do and Phil keeps challenging me to just be, you know, and um, like he doesn't say that. He doesn't say that. That's like, that's my takeaway from what he says. But, you know, he challenged me to this idea of Sabbath and slowing down. And we should definitely get him on a podcast episode, man. I think it'd be great. Yeah, um, just kind of as he kind of prepares for his book launch, too. I, I feel like he, you know, one thing he keeps saying, and I feel like it's it's also in your words too that, that you say to me is just like just slow down and 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 stop. And you know, I feel like I'm sure there's a verse or a parable for it, but I'm just in this thing where I'm just running and running and running. And I'm so I'm I'm running because like I'm so used to running that I'm afraid to stop. And I'm afraid that if I slow down, maybe I won't know how to use my legs or my, like I'm I'm afraid that I'll lose this momentum that I have in my life. And, um, and so, so the only things that I know how to do is I know how to run to the point where I crash and then I kind of slowly rebuild my legs rehab and then I sprint right out, right out of, right out of the physical therapy, as opposed to just stopping when it's appropriate to stop, you know, like my mom was even saying, she's like, I went to San Diego, like I think two weeks ago with our in-laws um, got an Airbnb and that was supposed to be like the vacation, the last vacation of the summer, wrapping things up and Diana's going back, you know, we're getting ready for a third kid. And 
my mom said this comment as I pulled up to her house on uh, Sunday. It was just yesterday. Um, and she goes, you know, we went to San Diego. She goes, the day you came back, you seemed more stressed out than before you left. And I was like, oh, yeah. She goes, you didn't really enjoy your vacation. And I was like, thinking about it. And I was like, you're right. I, I, I said, you're right. I, I, I don't know that it was that enjoyable. It, it was fun to be there because I knew I was doing this thing for my family. But even then, it was just, it was a job for me. Being on vacation was doing this thing that was, that I need to do as opposed to just being in that moment and just enjoying that. And one thing that's I really have been enjoying in the past two weeks since we got back was not that I'm enjoying this, but my wife, Diana, she's been really sick with this pregnancy. Mm-hmm. She's like, she's, I've never seen her this sick. She is just, I can't believe she's going to work every day because she has to like eat mints just to not, not yeah, barf all the up. time. Huh? Not grow up yet. Yeah, she just she's wearing a mask, teaching kids, and she she's like their smells are just making me want to puke. Um, you know, they have their own like home smells that they bring to class, and and then they're sweaty, they're going through puberty. So after lunch, they stink, and I'm like, dang, that's that's rough. So I've been I've been picking up my kids. I've been dropping off my kids every day for the past two weeks. Harper started kindergarten, and I have two drop offs. After my drop offs, you know, my my day starts a lot later now. And I've been feeling very, very slow. And I feel like I've been running slow. And I feel like I've been losing even more time than I had prior to a month ago. And what I'm learning is that, okay, it's making me reevaluate what is most important and what can I really do in a day. And honestly, it's a lot, but it's also not a lot. So, so maybe it's time for me to lower my expectations and just really figure out like achieving one big thing per day. And I, I feel like we put so much pressure on us to do, like I, I put so much pressure on myself to do so much in one day where I think about it, I'm like, dude, there's 365 days in a, in a year. If I did one big thing a day, even five days a week or six days a week, if I did, if I did that for five, five times 50, that's 250 big, big ticket items per day that push you 1% forward. Why isn't that good enough? Why isn't that good enough? And Phil summarized the best is on Saturday, he said, we're standing around. I'm going to go back to my wife in a second, but on Saturday, he, we're standing around, you know, talking outside. He goes, and I say, I feel like I'm, I'm always struggling with trusting God. And, and, and it's, I'm struggling in the sense, he's like, I'm like, dude, I have more than I need. I have enough to help, but, but it's like this pressure. And maybe, maybe that's a thing that people that are performers struggle with. I don't know, like people that have to I always execute. So it's like the next thing, the next thing, because that's, I know that's what's gotten me success. I'm wired that way. Right. And I'm like, so I really struggle despite knowing that I'm, I'm cared for, and even though the crows and the birds they eat, like I, I'm, I, sh- I am taken care of. Yeah, I still feel like I still fully struggle to completely surrender this thing. And I don't, I can't even describe what the thing is. And the thing is probably me, right? And he goes, it's not that you don't trust God. Maybe you think you are God. And I froze in that moment. And I was like, I would, how dare you say that? Um, you know? And he, he goes, 
in those moments where we, we don't trust, it's because we want to be God. We want to know that we have full control. And I was, I, I stood there and I was like, way, way to call the brother out, dude. Um, I really appreciated it. It was, it was exactly what I needed to hear. And thinking back to, you know, going, tying it back into Diana. So she's been really, really sick. And I, it's been making me feel powerless because I do everything now at home. I do the dishes. I do, I, I, I bathe the kids. I put them down. And I'm just trying to do my part to make her life during this season easier. And it's been exhausting. And I, in many ways, I don't want to do this because it's an energy suck. And I have to remind myself, oh man, like, is this what it means when my family is my first ministry? How is that even ministering? I'm freaking doing dishes, dude. And I'm like, uh, it's like so tired. I'm so tired of like just this thing that, being a just being a parent and being the best parent possible and it's just so there's so much emotional energy that goes into this you know i'm like fully red my face is like fully red um you know there's so much there's so much energy that goes into this and it's not that i don't love my family it's not that i don't want to serve them it's that it's 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 the hardest thing that i'm doing right now and it's funny because it's it's something that i think I think I didn't give enough credit to before. Not that I didn't think my wife did a great job. I don't think I give enough credit to myself that this is the thing that God is calling me to be great at. And, and the great, the being great at this thing is not sexy. No one gives you a pat on the back. You don't make more money from it. It's, it's not going to help you get a new car. It's not going to pay your bills. But what I'm doing right now is, slowing and listening to my kids fight in the bathtub and mitigating that and and telling them how they should speak and and i'm learning to i want to yell a lot and learning how to not do that or to control my words and my allow myself to feel frustrated but how do i take that and express it in a way that doesn't mess them up for the rest of their lives, you know, <laughs> but not only that, but teaches them about character and stuff like that. So yeah, man, that's where I've been at. Um, it's a lot. That's funny. Yeah, we were, my buddy Tiger and I were talking on uh, Saturday and we always end up talking about some profound thing that God's doing in our lives as men in some way, right? Whether it's mission oriented or this, this time it was like family focused and, and men focused, right? As far as like being a man. And, and we started talking about like the, the, the way we escape the uncomfortable and the way we make ourselves believe that if we're operating in an area that's uncomfortable for us, that that's where we're supposed to be, when it's completely the opposite. Like God gives us opportunities to be in the uncomfortable because it does so much more for our character 
and understanding who he is and who we are called to be because he's in the moments that are uncomfortable. He's in the moments that, that we feel we suck. He's in all the moments that are not our wheelhouse. And the more we stay away from those moments, the more we resist accessing his power for our life. And the more we stay in our wheelhouse, exactly what Phil is saying, we operate as autonomous people devoid of God because we're not, we're not relying on him for anything because we don't have to because we're operating it in our excellence. Yeah. Right. And it's like, it's, it's almost, it's the complete opposite of what, what everybody says, right? It's like, oh, you know, operating your excellence, blah, blah, blah. God's made you for this. It's like, yeah, I mean, he's, he's done that. He's made, he's made us excellent in these ways and he's made us to thrive in these certain areas, but only in him can we truly be excellent in all of that. Because without him, yeah. it's so empty you talk about your fast pace and you talk about like how I deal with this. This is not, I'm not, I'm not pointing fingers or just, you mentioned it. And I'm going to, I'm going to side with you in the sense that I feel the same way. Like if I'm not running towards the next thing, I feel like I'm floating downstream and I'm dying. Right. Mm. But that's not what surrendering means. To us, to our, our puny little minds, surrender means that we're just going to give up and like float down the river. And in our head, it's like, I'm going backwards. Like, yeah. I can't, I can't keep this pace. So I'm, I'm going to go backwards and, and I'm surrendering. But it's not, that's, that's not the case. It's like, we're surrendering to God's power in our life. And how much yeah. more powerful is God in our life if yeah. we completely give everything to him, right? Like if we, if we, sur if I surrender my will, my power, my life to God, who is all powerful, all knowing, how much more will he do in my life yeah. without me trying to screw it up by steering and driving and pressing the gas pedal when it's not supposed to be pressed. Right. Yeah. Um, and so like, I, I was, I was super convicted. I was like, I was like, man, I, I'm not like, I'm staying away from the uncomfortable stuff. I'm staying away from, from, you know, I'm staying away from hard talks with my wife. I'm staying away from dealing with the hard things with my kids. I'm staying away from um, anywhere where I'm not already thriving. I'm staying away from. Mm -hmm. And I'm realizing that, that that's just, it's just not what God has. It's not what God has because if I'm staying away from all that stuff and he's in the other situation, like he's in the other situation for to teach, to build, to correct, to grow us. He's in the uncomfortable and I'm staying away from that. That means I'm not wanting to go to a place where he's teaching, he's instructing, he's growing, he's strengthening me. Yeah.
and I'm choosing to stay on my own strength. It's it's funny how like at least for me, I feel like I think maybe it's easy for me to get into this mindset of, oh, God wants, God would only want the best for me. And he's given me this, you know, the, and, and, and parts of the elements of that in seasons in seasons is are absolutely true, right? But I think it's so easy to get caught up and, and say, oh, um, like if I'm not walking, and I think that I, I, I've chosen to believe and accept that narrative that, oh, if I'm not walking in this direction, then... I'm not walking towards this grand thing that I think God wants for my life. Right. Right. Whereas I'm sure that me sitting in this sitting in another thing too, is like, I've been really proud of this is I've been using, I don't use my phone for the most part past 6 PM. And that's something that my wife and I talked about in therapy that, you know, they wanted to see, you know, it, it would make, she believed that it would make our marriage better. And I've been really intentional about that. And by doing that, I've been so much more present with giving, giving my kids a bath and actually being present as I'm giving them a bath. Cause you know, it's, it's easy just to, all right, let's go ahead and play. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna use my phone for a little bit. I don't know, I'm sure you've done it, right? It's like, Absolutely. it's right, because I'm, I need to make the most of this time. I need to, right. I need to make sure I'm multitasking and, you know, cause God forbid I'm present in this moment and actually part of this argument with my kids that they're having with each other. And it's funny because I, I think to myself like, well, what is this teaching me about for the future that is going to be really valuable? And when, how is this going to spark a memory in the future, you know, where maybe it will save me from something and not, who knows, who knows what that is. And, and maybe this is, maybe it's just about creating this memory that's going to be impactful and, something that I'll be able to think back on. And I, I don't know, it's, but I think you're, we're just so wired to think that, oh, I'm, I'm doing this thing and anything that doesn't fall within that is just a distraction. You can start to believe that your family's a distraction and it's crazy. Yeah, we we're, were talking about that. It's like, you know, like being in, cause my buddy said that he had struggled in the last year, just like, Cause he's just on the go all the time. He's a missionary and like there's teams that need his input and stuff like that. And yeah. so he just found himself on the phone all the time, like at home yeah. when he's, when he's away, like it's just constant. And in the beginning of this year, he made a commitment. It's like when he gets home, his phone goes in a, in a, in a drawer. Yeah. It doesn't come out the next morning until the next morning. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, the stuff's going to be there the next morning. It's going to be there. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to have missed anything. If mm-hmm. somebody needs me, they can come to my house and, 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 and find me. You know, and and he's like, "What am I? What am I giving up by being on my phone? What am I giving up by not being in this moment where my kids are fighting? Yeah, where where my wife is telling me anything? Why? Where I'm where I'm not able to just serve or love on my family because I'm." choosing and that's the thing we're choosing to be preoccupied somewhere else yeah i something that doesn't matter take that in like and that, that's what struck me I was, I was like wow yeah that's it right there i'm choosing to distract myself with nonsense to no, we call myself, it busy right we call, call busy. that yeah, we call that busy 
it's busy, right? I'm, I'm taking, I'm choosing to, to step out of this moment with my children, whom I spoke, I'm supposed to be discipling right now. I'm choosing to step out of this moment with my children in order to scroll, check, be on my phone, just in case something is, is important that I think is important, or I'm not spending time discipling, training, loving my children or my wife. Yep. Like yeah. I'm literally, I'm literally abandoning my post as a father and a husband. Yeah. Yeah. Right on sense. Yeah. And it's funny because like in that moment, you the narratives that we think what we're doing is so important. Yeah. yeah it's it's like it's ridiculous, right? It's like, oh, I have to I have to answer this email from this person mm. that's gonna give me an opportunity and blah blah. It's like like for me, it's even more ridiculous because everybody I answer email from is asleep at that time. Every everybody I answer a message from is on the mainland and they're they're in bed or they're gone. And I was like, what am I doing? What 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 is this that I'm I'm so worried about? I'm preoccupied with to yeah. neglect my my station as a father right now. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. The more we choose to to step into that though, the more we choose to be uncomfortable yeah. and choose truly what God has for us, which is our family. That's a, that's that's your first ministry, man. That's my first ministry. Yeah. Your family. And you know, I know we say we're oh, we're doing all this stuff, other stuff for our family and stuff, but what's more important, like you tending to the needs of your children in this moment or making an extra buck that you don't need tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. In the moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, right? It's it's so frustrating man it's like the thing is like what i keep thinking about is like god's made us in a certain way and he's made us he's made us this way but i think we've we've worked it to feed our own ambition instead of feeding the ambition that god has given us to to have right he's made us a certain way in order to drive towards his heart and yeah. we've warped it to drive towards our own heart. Yes. So it's like, what is it that I have to do to remind myself where I'm supposed to be? And yeah. I just like, I was, this, I was randomly like looking at this, this is mindset guy called Rob Dial. And he's like, Hey man, you want to change your life? There's two ways to do it. Either your life's going pretty good and you just want to change some habits. Just write down, write down things that, that bother you about what you do and, and, and write them down. It's, it's called a pattern interrupt. Write down and then write down how you should have responded. And then mm. every day review that and whatever. He's like, but if you really want to change your life and you think your life's in the toilet, just do the opposite of what you think you would do in every moment. Just do the yeah. opposite. And I was, I was like, wow, like some of that's preaching to me right now. Cause I'm like, all right, I think I'm supposed to do this, but God, am I really supposed to be doing this? 
I'm, I'm running away from something to do, run towards this other thing. Am I supposed to be yeah. running into this thing instead? And I think that's, that's another thing. Another reason why this, this move has been so weird for me. Cause I'm just like, okay, we're downsizing. It's fine. Fine. I'm trying to, but I, but I, I need a place to work. Like, what do I do to do that? Or like, do I have yeah. to find, am I looking for it? No, am I looking for a, 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 a business office and I'm looking for this like what do you want me to throw into push into so that I can so that I can yeah feed my family you know and I was just like just just be and be there and make the most of what this is right now like you were you're being tightened and you're being squashed into a smaller place because yeah. you have ministry to do there you have ministry yeah. to do with your family there in that moment. And I was like, because my first thing is like, but how do I, how are we going to survive? And guys like, don't worry about that. Like, don't worry about that. Like, yeah, it's, I'll take care of that. Don't worry about that. Yeah. And my, my desire to do more is always there. Right. And yeah. the more that we do is usually nonsense. Yeah. It's funny that I was telling Phil and, and Roger in the, over the weekend, I was like, man, my body is getting like physical manifestations of like stress and discomfort. Like I've been having this eye tick for like three weeks, like on my right eye, like the, 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 this thing just goes like, bah, 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 bah. it's like, it's yeah. rapid firing all the time. Um, my body would just feel suddenly tight out of nowhere. I've been getting ab, I've told you I've had this ab cramp for like, year. I'm actually after after this call i'm going to get a ct scan in 30 minutes in pasadena and i've gotten this i've gotten the ultrasound in 2019 and 2018 and my doctor came back the results so hey there's literally nothing there in your i'm I'm like dude it's either a gallbladder cramp or like or or some kind of and he's like dude it, it sounds like it's stress man and i'm like really stress would give me like spasms to this level i i don't know man he's like dude you're healthy there's there's like it doesn't make sense that it was, in there. I'm like, okay, well, so we're like trying to rule it out now. Right. I'm like, so I want to rule out that it's something serious, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, if it's just stress, then man, I really just need to focus on chilling, man. And um, it just, yeah. it just feels like, it just feels like that is, um, you know, it's the same thing. It's, it's, I know it's the wrong mindset, but it's, it doesn't have to be chilling by anybody else's definition other than mine. But my definition, I think growing up, I think, living that kind of lifestyle where I get to feel that way maybe is a privilege. It's like, you have to have earned that in some way. And I, maybe it's this idea where I constantly feel like I haven't earned that to be able to feel that way. You know, it's great. It's a, it's a weird mind F kind of thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like, but that's the thing. It's like, <clears throat> I think demand from God to stop and to remember him in those moments. Right. It's like, and, and I'm, 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 going to be structuring my business this way where it's like i'm going to work six months and i'm going to take the seventh month off and then i'm going to i'm going to work whatever how many rest of the months in a year and then i'm going to take like the rest of november and december off and, and i'm going to make it holy i'm going to make it fully holy and i know god's going to honor it and i'm like how how extreme can i make the sabbath thing like how extreme can I, can I fully just surrender to God in those moments and, and, and rest on him and, 
and know that he's going to take care of everything else. And we think we have to earn things when God just says, cast all your burdens on me. Right? He says, be still and know that I'm God. And yeah. I, that's, that's, that's my verse right now. It's like, it's like, just be still. And when was the last time you were just still, man, and just like, yeah. let God minister to you in that moment. Yeah. Right. It's like, it's so hard for me to be still because I think like, I have to keep grabbing at this earth to make something happen so that we can get out of this hole. Right. And all of it's imaginary because I have no control over everything, anything. Yeah. And this pandemic has, has taught us that, right? It's like you have yeah. control over zero. Right? Yeah. That's so, Psalm 23, man. That's it, right there. Right? Psalm you have, 23, man. You have no control over anything. Yeah. But he's going to be your, your peace in the midst of it. But am I letting him do that? That's the thing for me. It's like, am I letting him be my peace? Or am I resisting it? Am I am I staying away from slowing down? Because I don't think I can handle it. Like, what do you think is the hardest thing for you to do? For me, looking at you, the hardest thing for you to do is to step away. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. You can't step away. Yeah. But the very thing that you're afraid of is the very thing that's going to get you to the next level because it's going to be that next level with God. Right? It's like, yeah. hey, man, I totally let go of my business. You know, I'm not telling you to be, 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 you know, irresponsible, but I'm like, you put everything in God's hands and take it out of your own. Watch what happens, man. He's going to blow you up more than you ever expect, yeah. experience, and you're going to be more at rest, more at peace, because yeah. you didn't have anything to do with it. And right yeah. now you had you've had everything to do with your success. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because I can, I can even see like the stress that like my my staff inheriting my stress, right? It's like I'm giving them yeah. more and more trust. So it's like, hey guys, I want you to own this, right? And it's like it's funny because like I want them to do this, and I was talking about time and a place and becoming and just doing, and then I'll also be like, oh, how come we're like we're not there? Like how come we're not these people already? And it's like, right. because it's because it takes time to become. Yeah. Right. And, you can't, <sighs> we, and we can't, we can't instill in others anything that we're not willing to do ourselves. Right. And if you're telling your staff to take it on and be and, and grow, you have to be willing to let them do that. Yeah. Right. Or they'll just, never do it yeah i mean yeah it's funny because i don't i don't i don't see myself as like a freaking overlord type um um yeah yeah man that was good that was a lot of takeaways for me man i feel like i'm like i know i need to um yeah i feel like yeah yeah I just need to slow down. It's like, it's, it's funny. Cause like, it's like, I had all these opportunities to do it and yet didn't do it. It's freaking. You forced it. You're like, what? Oh, I'm going to do this so that I can do this. Yep. It's like you forced it. Right. So it's now it's like, yeah. you're, it's, you're, I, I, you're, you're in the middle of life 
and now it's like yeah shoot like i gotta figure out how to slow down i've had this whole mindset like oh when i get to this level and i'm at the level that i wanted to be at by the way by like like five years ago uh, 10 years eight years ago I'm, i'm already there at least financially right but then you get there and it's like you don't trust it enough because you're, you're afraid, you know, maybe at any second, it may be taken from you or I don't know, whatever, whatever that narrative is in my head. But I, I remember I told myself like, Oh, when I get to this level, I'm going to start working out this much again. Never. And it's like, why not? And it's like, I, I preach this. I'm like, why not just now? Why not today? Like reevaluate what is the things that you actually want to do and just do it now. Right. And it's, it's weird, man. It's like, I get into these funks, funks, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of research out on on like you know, not saying, not putting that that carrot out in front of you. It's like oh, when this happens, I will, because yeah. when that happens, you will never, right? You will never yeah. when that thing happens because you feel it's never gonna be enough. So why not just do do the wholesome thing for your life now and allow things to continue to roll right like i'm guilty of it 100 like, i'm always like trying to like figure out what that next thing is so that i can yeah slow down or rest or enjoy but for me it's like enjoy my life like why am yeah. i so disgruntled all the time why can't i just enjoy my life enjoy this moment right here with my kids my wife yeah like in this in this new place this new house why can't I enjoy these moments is because yeah. i feel like i still need to do things to make something else happen so i'm like totally <laughs> never living in the present ever yeah. i'm never living yeah. in the present yeah that's the thing like this is all we have man yeah. you don't even know yeah. if you're gonna have the opportunity yeah. to live that day yeah so this might gonna, be the last time you're we gonna talk. miss out yeah. you're gonna miss out on this thing right yeah. now yeah. And if you miss out on this thing right now, you're never going to get a chance at right now. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the most special time in the world that you're going to have in this moment. This right here. Right. Yeah. This is the only special time. So in that moment, that moment that you're experiencing right there with your kids, with your family, with your wife, with your business, with your friends, whatever it is, that moment, we need to work at making that moment the most special moment. Yeah. The most special moment in your life and the most special moment in their lives because we don't know if we're gonna have another moment. Yeah. Like we gotta live more, man. We gotta live life yeah. more instead of working, like living to work more. Yeah. Like, what's that? That's that's not the <sighs> wild man. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to We the Trust this week. You can connect with us further on Instagram at we the trust you can connect with eric at coach eric freedom and with mario at the mario quesada we appreciate you guys coming by don't forget to like